your Money and Your Life podcasts by Mojas Druid to help you navigate life's legal and financial challenges. Westcott's and Mojas Druid are collaborating to produce a mini-series of podcasts to address some of the most frequently asked questions from business clients across the southwest of England. CEOs, MDs, directors, HR and finance professionals pose these queries concerning a range of employment-related matters, and they're going to be answered by payroll specialist Jake Elms and HR specialist Lucy Cottrell. The topics we're going to be covering in this short series include cost reduction, downsizing and restructuring, recruitment and retention of employees, hybrid and homeworking. The final podcast is a series of case studies looking at real-life examples of payroll pain points. The first episode in our short podcast series on payroll pain points focuses on a subject that is currently a rather too common agenda item for employers. Not for all businesses, but many are feeling the squeeze. We're talking cost reductions, downsizing and restructuring. Lucy, where do business managers need to start if they find they need to consider saving staff costs or responding to a reduction in demand? So I think the first thing you probably need to look at is where those savings need to be made and the impact that that's going to have. Um, So you think through what uh, your staffing impact might be, what your customers might experience, the production quality of any product or services, and then decide whether there's going to be a genuine redundancy situation. So is the business closing? Are you reducing the number of roles or the types of roles you need? Um, or are you changing business premises? Might be another area. What are your thoughts, Jake? Uh, yeah, from uh, a, a pay perspective, uh, consideration should be given to costs as employees with more than two years service and who are made redundant uh, will be entitled to statutory redundancy payment. Um, also considerations to other contractual payments, such as uh, payment in lieu of notice, um, and any accrued outstanding holidays. Um, all these costs will will need to be planned for uh, in advance. Employees also might want to think about, as well as the statutory redundancy payments that might need to be made, any enhanced redundancy payments, particularly if they're looking at volunteers for redundancy, they might want to provide some extra financial compensation to those people to encourage them to apply uh, for voluntary redundancy. Um, And I think, as Jake just mentioned, it's really important then to um, identify all those costs as part of the financial planning around changes to your business, um, just to ensure that you are fully aware of what things are likely to cost um, compared to the savings that you are hoping to make. Excellent points. Thank you for that. I mean, let's let's fast forward a little bit and say that the business has actually decided it needs to make savings redundancies, downsizing, restructure, whichever the variant applies. What are the next immediate steps? First of all, from an HR perspective, um, if you are looking at redundancies, then you will need to follow a process because there's uh, legislation around that that employees need to follow. And you have to ensure the staff are consulted and any decisions on the back of that um, are made fairly. Also, employees need to remember that If there are a certain number of people who are affected, there may be a need to hold collective consultations as well as the individual consultations for those who are um, at risk. So it's really important that employers 
ensure that a process is followed at that time. You talked about the process, which is mm. which is obviously all important. Um, but I, in my own experience, I can I've, I've come across individuals, business owners who've been somewhat confused around this time. I mean, it can be a highly charged, very emotional period for a business to understand that they're going to have to let go staff or even have that conversation. Um, and one typical confusion was around a phrase called collective consultations. Could you, could you perhaps explain what that one is? Yeah, yeah. So collective consultations arises when you want to make 20 or more employees redundant. Um, and what that actually means in practice is that you have to consult with either trade union representatives or elected employee representatives um, over the proposals to make those redundancies. That doesn't prevent the need for individual consultation to also take place, but it's an additional step that employers would need to take if those numbers trigger that requirement. Very specifically, um, thinking now about the HR function, what, what should the HR department be thinking about at this time? So I think it's important to identify the steps that need to be taken in that consultation process, whether that's for more 20 or more people or for less than 20 people, and ensure that the consultation process is as meaningful as possible. Um, and that means seeking views and ideas from those affected, because you never know, then that employees may come up with ideas and suggestions which will mitigate the need to make any redundancies, um, which is good for everybody, good for employees, good for the business. Um, and, and during that process, it's important as well that employers refer to these um, requirements as proposals because we don't want to come across as having made a decision before taking on board what people um, have to say about, about those proposals. Um, you never know, people might come up with other ways to generate new income for the business, which may mean that they don't have to make people redundant. Um, the other thing that HR departments need to look at as well, or or people managers need to look at as other ways to avoid making redundancy. So can you look at perhaps reducing people's hours, albeit on a temporary, if not permanent basis, look at um, overtime, freezing recruitment to reduce costs, look at different working patterns. And as I mentioned earlier as well, look at perhaps redundancy, voluntary redundancy too. So at this stage, you're following all the processes, you're ticking all the boxes, you're going through it, um, following it to the letter. What happens when that consultation period ends? So if at the end of that consultation, the proposal still stands and there is need to make redundancies and jobs obviously remain at risk, then the employees who are selected as redundant are informed of that. Um, and it's that point then they'll be given notice, the details of any redundancy payments being, arranged, being paid to them, the arrangements for notice, so what do they need to do in terms of um, any uh, work, um, handing back company property, that sort of thing, um, and also outstanding holiday pay. Important to remember that notice only starts at the point the role is confirmed as redundant. So prior to that point, they were in consultation. Um, and with regard to notice, it's um, there is an opportunity for employers to pay in lieu of notice. So they could pay in one payment the notice due to the employee. Um, also important to remember, employees still have the right to appeal against redundancy. So if they feel that if the process wasn't followed correctly or that they shouldn't have been made redundant, they have the opportunity to say, and that is looked into and appropriate um, 
responses given to the employee. You mentioned there, uh, Lucy, the redundancy payments. You touched on mm. redundancy payments. Um, and that could result in a lump sum payment to an employee. And one of the anxieties for them might be at this time a potential clawback, thinking about the way in which they're paid and how that might be be taxed. So if they're getting a lump sum payment, are there any tax implications that might need to be considered in that redundancy? I guess that's one for you, Jake. Yeah, in, in, in terms of the redundancy payment itself, um, that can be tax free uh, up to up to 30,000, um, the, the taxes uh, exception exemption on compensation for uh, termination under section 403 of the Income Tax um, Act 2003. Um, that is, yeah, it's generally um, the statutory redundancy can't uh, be higher than that. I think the the maximum is is about about sixteen to seventeen thousand. Um, so it generally is dependent on any additional uh, redundancy. So if if there's been a top up from you know for 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 voluntary redundancy, which Lucy touched on, um, and if there's been any um, contractual redundancies that's also involved in there, um, anything outside of um redundancy such as holiday and, and um uh pay and leave notice uh, is subject to tax and NI. So that sort of comes under a separate bracket. I think a point Jake just made then about the maximum statutory redundancy. I think it might be useful to mention that there is a specific formula for statutory redundancy. Um and that formula is based on your age yeah. and your length of service and also the statutory has a cap on the weekly pay and that goes up every year yeah. so employees need to be mindful of that when they're, they're looking at the um costs involved in, in redundancy yes um so um there is a, there is a statutory cap that or limits that you might be required um to account for um but anything beyond that could be you could enhance that in any way that you want in terms of either paying more per week service, um, giving everybody a, a you know maximum number of weeks per year service because that changes depending on your age under statutory um, legislation. So it's a whole whole raft of things that employers might want to think about before deciding on costs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As 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 most of this. Uh podcast has covered it's generally led by hr and, and the, the legal side of it um but in terms of when it comes down to the the figures and the payments a lot of it can be you know decided within the employer within the business um as to the costs above uh, the statutory amounts anyway so we've got the the limits and, and as you said the uh the calculations for um redundancy um that's sort of your basic level and then anything above that is you know can be as in, as per employer so okay and the question i guess that that a lot of employees in this situation wants to know is when those redundancy payments need to be made yeah um normally uh an employer will pay redundancy shortly after the dismissal date um together with any yeah it's the salary uh pay lieu of notice and, and holiday pay um but it doesn't specify when this 
payment needs to be made. Uh, generally, that's uh, something that's sort of agreed um, and in writing when when the dismissal dates uh, sort of consulted as well. So, um, the, there is one point to touch on that the 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 tax free element um, can doesn't necessarily need to be paid through the payroll, um, and it can. I've I've read a few articles on this fairly recently that uh, some some have suggested it's best practice to include it in the payroll. Um, some say it isn't. Um, I know there's been issues sometimes with submissions to HMRC where if it's not been set up correctly within the software, sometimes it can be subject to tax and NI, and it shouldn't be. So there's that risk alongside it if if you're processing it through the payroll just to make sure that you are setting up correctly and therefore processing it correctly so um yeah it's it's, it's an interesting one so in in bringing this to a conclusion guys i mean we've you've covered a lot of ground uh we've got some great answers to some very specific questions but as we know uh quite often things crop up that fall outside of what you might get on an faq or or even a podcast dare i say we're doing our best, but if people listen to this would like a little bit more information and they've got a particular payroll problem in relating to redundancies, how might they get a hold of you, Jake? Uh, yeah, you can uh, contact us uh, at Westcott's on uh, payroll-managers at westcott's.uk. Uh, that's the best um, email to get us on. Uh, our number... Um, if you contact our Plymouth office, which is where uh, Liz and I are based, um, the the number is 01752-666-601. Brilliant. Thanks, Jake. And Lucy? Yeah, so if any anyone out there needs any advice and guidance on the redundancy process, um, you can reach us either through our website, which is www.mojosbrewit.com, or you can email me. Um, my email address is lucy.cottrell at mojasdruitt.com. Fabulous. A very useful overview of those pain points related to redundancy matters. Uh, Lucy and Jake, on behalf of our audience, thank you for sharing your valuable experience with us. And we look forward to hearing from you again soon. Thank, thank you. you. Lucy Cottrell works for Modus Druitt. She's a human resource consultant. She has 20 years experience in HR, worked at director level for many years for a further education college, and experience includes responsibility for HR across all functions, including resourcing, relations, reward and development at both operational and strategic level. Lucy provides practical solutions to people-related issues and helps with ensuring HR is aligned to organizational objectives. Her approach is consultative, practical, and balanced between meeting organizational and individual needs. Jake Elms is the Payroll and Operations Manager for Westcott's. Jake sees payroll as a hidden gem within business services. Payroll, PAYE, workplace pensions and CIS processing are specialist areas of knowledge for Jake, who works closely with the payroll team to provide exceptional service while remaining compliant with current legislation and relevant industry authorities. Jake understands the specific payroll requirements, which can vary depending on sector, size, on structure of the business. He describes himself as friendly, relatable and adaptable and relaxed under pressure.
Your Money and Your Life podcast was brought to you courtesy of Mojas Druid, solicitors and financial planners. Call 0800-533-5349 or visit mojasdruid.com.